0: Hello everyone, welcome to Learn English with Football World Cup special, a show in which I talk to my friends and football fans about the World Cup 2022 in Qatar. Stay tuned until the end, because that's when I'll be going through some cool English vocabulary from this interview. And today, here with me is Nroop. Hi Nroop, how are you, man?
1: Hi Zaniak, I'm, I'm, I'm really great, like, I'm just loving, I'm in a festive mood.
0: Fantastic, it's a, it's fantastic. lovely time. Well, here is the question. Have you been enjoying the football side of the World Cup so far?
1: Just the footballing side so far. I mean, I'm not really paying attention to anything apart from this because it's a great event. Seven billion people almost uh, watching this uh, event at the same time on TVs, on various platforms. Yeah, it's a wonderful time that happens once in four years apart from a leap year.
0: Okay, fantastic. What have what have been your best or funniest or most controversial moments so far i think they have been in abundance in my opinion i haven't seen yeah. personally all the matches but i've seen a lot of highlights memes and jokes and stuff like that so what have been the most memorable moments for you
1: well honestly like i think the matches that i've seen so far i think i watched so many matches i'm not even i, I forgot i forgot what all the matches i have watched yeah. And yeah, all of them have been really memorable. Something has always happened, of course, from a footballing perspective. Great teams have won huge upsets, huge, uh, huge team, uh, massive teams getting uh, knocked out because of external yeah. factors. So yeah, like I think uh, my best moment would probably be um, Argentina uh, getting qualified for the for the knockout stages because I'm I'm supporting them for this World Cup, and yeah, it just. Just meant a lot for me considering uh the upset that they had. And yeah. yeah, that was the shocking, the most shocking moment for me in this World Cup, the game between Argentina versus Saudi Arabia.
0: That's right. And
1: regarding funniest moment, man, I don't remember. Uh
0: did you see did you see how Lukaku smashed the, the dugout?
1: I saw the video, yeah. Yeah, I did. I didn't watch the game, but yeah, those were some yeah, really frustrating moments. Yeah. Yeah also quite funny that. i would say it was yeah <laughs>
0: yeah
1: uh yeah regarding most controversial ones i would say some of the vr decisions uh especially the one yesterday where uruguay clearly deserved a penalty for me and that would have costed yep. them uh, an advancement towards the knockout stages and i think that was a really really probably the most expensive uh, vr decision in the history of international football yeah because yeah, I think that would have changed the whole game.
0: Do you think which which moment do you think? Because I believe there were actually two possible penalty shout-outs. Really? And of okay. course, of course, we are looking at the one at the end, at the very end, because you know that would have put them through. But there no, was another me, it one it was there was another me, it one. It was the one
1: them. for me, it was the one in the first half where yeah. where you know uh, there was a foul on Darwin Nunes, yeah, and it was clear for me, like the goalkeeper. The opposition goalkeeper uh, made a foul and yeah. didn't touch the ball, and it was a penalty for me. But it wasn't given.
0: Yeah, even after also, we uh... considering, considering Ghana had a penalty, right? Yeah,
1: that yeah. was a penalty. Although it was a soft one, but yeah, it was yeah. it was a penalty.
0: Well, in the light of that, in the light of a soft penalty, why wouldn't you award a penalty for the other team, especially if they have like three, three, yeah. uh, or two or three shouts like that? I just it just. It was mind-boggling for me. Like the yeah. only way I can explain this is that the referee was under under immense amount of pressure because that's probably that's probably also, what it was. But...
1: Also, after the decision, the Ghana the Ghanaian coach, if that's the right uh, pronoun, uh, if if that's the right adjective for Ghana, you know, the Ghanaian pro- coach uh, made this uh, gesture of this, and he meant that Darwininus probably died, and I don't think so. Like hmm. if he died, then he probably would have got yellow card for simulation
0: yeah well you would you would think that they would take it further like they would take the the var further because it's in qatar they have a lot of money technology they they obviously they wanted to do everything they could to show off right that to show the world that they can do it and they can do it better so you could see some little hints of Improvement and and things being done a little bit differently. They have announced this semi-automatic offside or whatnot. Yeah,
1: yeah. But it, has really, been, it has been great. I think it yeah. has been great. Yeah. You can see, you could see that in the match versus Saudi Arabia, Argentina or Saudi Arabia, the amount of times where the technology was used, and even in other games. But it's just that the the the, the amount of errors have overshadowed the amount of positives.
0: And yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's always that's always what happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same when I and I receive uh, comments under my videos, Nrub. and uh, I always see the negatives. So that we always focus on the negatives because there's the, such strong emotions involved. If you have one hater and ten loyal supporters, you are gonna focus on that one hater. And it's the same with the World Cup. If like if ten things go right, but they are controversial, nobody will remember them anymore because they were, uh, you know, they were. Uh, Decided in a fair way, but yeah. if you have one thing like what happened yesterday in that match, Uruguay Ghana. Oh man, it's just they should have gone through. They should have gone through.
1: I think they should, so. They shouldn't if, have
0: been South Korea, in my opinion, at all.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is that again, like I I I I I, I agree with you that uh, Uruguay should have gone through. But then, what are the odds of uh, them uh, getting? the penalty as well like Ghana also got the penalty it was saved and it was a crucial one because you know that penalty that Ghana got awarded meant a lot for the Ghanaians and the players and you know they couldn't get it through so Uruguay could have missed that one but yeah, yeah but the, the odds really... are very less
0: well it's a penalty so it's like the it best, is, best, is, best yeah. chance in football you can get right so
1: arguably yes
0: yeah what can I say? It's uh, it's a real shame, and seeing seeing Luis Suarez cry that was that was quite painful actually, because it, you knew it was his last World Cup.
1: Not only Suarez, many players, I would say, yeah. Cavani, and you know yeah. you have Alverde. yeah, they
0: Some people some... would say he deserved it for what he what he had done. A couple of World Cups before, when when he you know uh, caught the ball, and it was you know remember that moment when he caught the ball, yeah, it was a penalty but it was say a safe penalty actually it wasn't in the in the match against ghana as well it
1: was it was yeah, the so history repeated ironic isn't it? yeah it wasn't it was yeah but the thing is that i just don't get the hate that suarez gets for that thing because i think anyone would have done that it's it's the matter for his nation you know he kept his nation on the line than yeah. the loss of football and that just shows yeah. how how much of a moment was that and i think he uh, should yeah. be
0: it was he should
1: his His intention should be praised and not his actions. So yeah. yeah.
0: I think it was a moment of genius. I do. Yeah. And it's it's within the within the rules of the game. Like what Maradona did, that's different for me. Exactly.
1: Because what Suarez did, he was awarded red card and he was awarded penalty. Ghana, they they, they couldn't convert it into a goal. That's their fault. That's not Suarez's fault. Exactly. Suarez, Suarez missed the next game and Uruguay were eventually kicked out. But Yeah. yeah, they deserved it.
0: Uh, I, I agree. It was all fair. It's just a lot of people would say that now, now he got what he deserved, but I don't agree yeah. with that. Anyway, the it. biggest surprise is for you. So I think we can mention uh, Japan qualifying Japan, Japan qualifying, qualifying at the expense of uh, Germany. Germany,
1: right? yeah. And then South Korea qu- qualifying yeah would be another one. And then who else? Uh, Belgium.
0: Australia. Australia, yeah, making it another, through. And Belgium yeah. getting knocked out. Yeah.
1: Belgium, well, I was actually not surprised by Belgium looking at how their performances were and looking at their uh, dressing room age. state and after de Bruyne's comments. Exactly. <laughs> so I wasn't surprised by that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised by Uruguay's knockout. Mm-hmm. They deserved it. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. nope which teams are going to win their last 16 matches And what we can do here noob is to have a look at these matches so here we go so we've got netherlands usa
1: yeah i think uh it's gonna be a close game it's i feel like it might go down to penalties considering usa is probably having their best squad in a long time and netherlands they haven't been good with the attack but Mm. yeah i think netherlands will qualify
0: okay and argentina australia
1: yeah i think it's gonna be a, a straight argentina win
0: Mm-hmm. So that's today. Um, it's possible that by the time you are watching this video, these matches have already been played. But yeah. now we have on Monday. On Monday, so we have got Japan, Croatia.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's going to be the end for Japanese uh, reign. I mm-hmm. think Croatia will uh, will get their time because they just have a better squad when it when it comes to players and. Yeah. you know they are they, since they have a better squad they can always evolve whereas japan they are they have reached their peak mm-hmm. and yeah between brazil and south korea i think yeah. it's going to be brazil even they, if they play yeah. without neymar
0: i agree That i think the, yeah we don't need to talk about that i think this is obvious the mm-hmm. obvious one. france poland another obvious one for me
1: mm, yeah it's going to be france considering how poland have been playing
0: yeah I think they're lucky to even get there.
1: But, yeah, but I think it's going to be a close game as well since France, I mean, they haven't had... They've have had so many uh, injuries in their midfield and some of the attack yeah. that it could go either ways.
0: Yeah, that's right. And then we have England-Senegal, which looks easy on paper, but I'm not yeah. so sure about this one, actually. Same
1: here, considering it's England, which means I would you would never bet on England... No matter if, it, if the opposition, uh, opposition team is stronger than them or weaker mm-hmm. than them.
0: And but the Senegal, I think they are a good team. That's why I'm not sure. They are a is.
1: good team, uh, but I think uh, even without it's going to be a close game. I would like an upset, but I think England is going to get through that.
0: Yeah, but you know what? It could, be, it could go into overtime or... It even, could, um, yeah.
1: Penalties. I penalties. think it could go to penalties, considering how England's management is.
0: Yeah, and then we have Morocco, Spain.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Spain is going to get through.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a
1: close game though. It's going to be a close game considering yeah. Morocco they qualified and you know they have a colonial history between them so it's exactly. going to be a nice nice game of football. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree it will be it will be full of full of excitement. And then Portugal Switzerland and that yeah. one is for me I another one I'm not sure about.
1: Uh I think Portugal is going to get through but it's going to be another close game i think probably lots of goals going to be scored because really? switzerland are arguably uh, the biggest dark horses
0: yeah uh, well, after,
1: after the yesterday's game it, it, looks, yesterday, like it, it yeah, looks like because, it looks like yeah yeah yesterday's game was between the dark horses switzerland and serbia and yeah. you could see it was five goals scored between them yeah. and the game was quite intense lots of yeah. yellow cards and extra time
0: mm-hmm. so yeah
1: it's going to be a close game
0: i agree i agree well we have some stuff to look forward to that's for sure yeah who who would you say will uh become the future finalists Snoop?
1: I think it's going to be between Argentina and France with Argentina winning because i support i support them and i think you shouldn't judge them based on that loss versus saudi arabia they have been winning 37 games in a row mm. 37 wins yeah. and well, i think that two cups they defeated italy the winner of the euro to 2020 and yeah i think it,
0: it 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 means something and no brazil then no brazil in the final
1: i don't think so uh you could see from yesterday's game even after playing with their b team brazil couldn't score a single goal and you have to realize uh the previous game brazil played against uh switzerland mm. and they 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 played again they played with their a team except Neymar, and they could only score one goal. So Brazil, they create lots of chances, but they lack the clinical ability.
0: Yeah, interesting. Well, I would still say Brazil will make it to the final, but that's my opinion. We will see. We will see in yeah. a few days. Thank yeah. you very much, Noop for Cheers, uh, being today's guest. And uh, now, everybody, what's going to happen is that I will go through some interesting vocabulary in the language corner. Take care, Nroop. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care,
1: everyone. Bye-bye.
0: All right, everyone, this is the part of the show where I go through interesting vocabulary and I don't have so much time today, so I'm rushing a little bit. I'm in a hurry. I only have three items of vocabulary for you. I hope that's okay. Let's get on with it. So in the first one, we were talking about the penalty decisions, the controversies in the Uruguay-Ghana match, and I said that those decisions were mind-boggling. So um, if something is mind-boggling it it's kind of emotionally difficult for you to handle it's kind of overwhelming it's shocking difficult to understand surprising it could be exciting as well but in this case it's more like emotionally difficult to understand yeah mind-boggling another of those complex adjectives very nice would you describe another decision or any other controversy that happened in this World Cup as mind-boggling? Let me know in the comments. Right, then we were talking about the biggest surprises and without a shadow of the doubt it was the Japan qualifying from their group. That was the biggest surprise and I said that they qualified at the expense of Germany. So we're looking at the phrase at the expense of someone which means Uh, that it's done in a way that harms, in this case, Germany. So at the expense of someone means um, in a way that harms someone or embarrasses someone. So in this case, Germany were embarrassed. They were harmed by this because they had to pack their bags and fly home, right? So it was embarrassing. It was harmful to them. And they were the ones who paid for it. So at the expense of means that the person... That comes after that phrase has to pay for that. The person that comes after this phrase is the one that is embarrassed. In this case, is the whole team, the whole nation. Okay, right. Then we were talking about the France Poland match, and Rup made his prediction. He said it's going to be a close game. So a close game, close, not close. When you close the door, close as an adjective. If something is close, it's not far, right? But in this case, it's used uh, when two oppositions have um, a similar scoreline, right? So if it's like 1-0, 2-1, it's a close game. Uh, it might even go to o- into overtime or penalties. It's a close game. Another word for this would be tight, a tight game. So it's hard to say who is going to win. It's hard to predict it's going to be a close game. Right. Which of these last 16 matches do you think are going to be close games? Let me know in the comments. And thank you very much for watching this video. Don't forget to give it a like. It does help the channel. And yeah, that's it. That's all from me. Take care, everyone, and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.